Hello. All right. Hello. Oh, <laughs> third voice, Tom. Who's yeah, a little, a little extra tiny little voice there. Who's that? <laughs> so it's Tiny Liam Sullivan. Wait, that's tiny not my name Liam anymore. Sullivan. Tiny Liam will help me. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got we've got two. Can we, yeah, that, that's the director's cut of um, <laughs> my introduction. Yeah, I do, I do feel like that's really added to your character development. You know, I feel yeah, like you're, yeah. you're got a the backstory story. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gives me a lot more to sort of latch onto. I think in this conversation, it's also much much longer. It's about twice the length now. You're twice <laughs> the length since you got married. Yeah, yeah. Her I'm, uh, gone 13, the other Thirteen feet tall. <laughs> That was your lockdown aim, wasn't it? You wanted to get taller. It was. It was. It's not really worked out. Uh, I I have got heavier. Well, that's good. That's the same, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Added mass. Yeah. Added. So that's the that's the that's the ultimate objective, isn't it? Just to sort of yeah. take up more space. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I want more than my fair share. That's you know, it's much like our vaccination strategy, really, as a country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That was predictable, wasn't it? I don't know what, you know, I think I was far too optimistic to think that we could just keep tearing through, like, like as you said, the entire supply for Europe without, you know. <laughs> oh, I was, I was sort of like looking at it going, it is going, they are vaccinating a lot of people. It's going quite well. It doesn't seem to be going that well everywhere else. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got yours now, haven't you? I've had, I've had the first one, yeah. yeah. You had yours, Rob? No, not yet. No, not oh. mine. I'm obviously deemed higher value to society. Sure. I think that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, because you've got your you've got your seat on the rocket ship as well, haven't you? I have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like the economy thing, but I'm on the ship. Come on, me and yeah. Tom are on the one to the sun. I think, aren't we? <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell and Tom Arnold. <laughs> Fully sure. Yeah. <laughs> So how how has your lockdown been, Liam? What have you been? Uh, how, how have you it's been, been all right. It's been the the same every day, really. For a, for a, I think it's been a year. Um, I'm, I'm all right. Had a day today, isn't it? It was exactly yeah. since lockdown started yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's like started my my birthday last year through to my birthday this year. So yeah. <laughs> was it just that they, everyone wanted to avoid your thirty seventh year? I, I think I think that's it. Well, my thirty. So I went from being thirty five at the start of just before lockdown to thirty seven now. St- uh, you know, gone from mid thirties to late thirties in the space of one one lockdown <laughs> without <laughs> leaving my house. Yeah. So is, but, I, do you call that? You say you say late thirties. Then you reckon that's the that's the cut. I think like thirty seven. Thirty seven has, yeah. has to be late thirties. I'm not sure. If I you're rounding up, if you're rounding, I would say like thirty. Yeah, yeah thirty four to thirty six is mid, you would, isn't it? You would round thirty six to thirty five, wouldn't you? You'd sort of round it like yeah. But if thirty seven, you would round that to forty. I reckon. You might as well just say 40 then, guys, I think. (laughs) What's the demographic one where, like, when you're over, is it 44? Like, you stop getting taken into account for, like, films and, uh, you know, car commercials and stuff. They stop, like, valuing you as a consumer and valuing you as a member of society. What year is that? I'm I'm approaching that. I feel like I've passed that. I feel like I've passed that a long time I think you could get away with saying mid to late 30s. Yeah. I mean... 
Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's my, so that, in conclusion, that's my biggest, that's the worst thing that's happened to me during lockdown. So I'm pretty good, guys. <laughs> in terms of the world as a whole, yeah, in terms of the world as a whole, I've got it pretty good, you know? Um, nice work. Yeah. So I am well. How, how, how are the two of you? I mean, I've spoken to you many times over the course of lockdown, but let's, let's maintain this. How, how are you? Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I've also aged a year. Um, I'm assuming, Tom, have you aged a year in the past year? <laughs> not quite, not quite. Okay. I, I managed to just hold it back a little bit. I, oh, did you? Know, you? I, I kind of remained in stasis as much as I could, just stayed very, very still, uh, tried not to eat for about a day. So I've only actually aged about 10 months in the last year. <laughs> oh, nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, um, the exposure to sunlight probably reduces aging you probably have aged 10 months in <laughs> I, I think but i i think i've made up for that with the amount of shit that i've just crammed into my stupid fat mouth over the last yeah, <laughs> what are we here for rob What's the well, we've got there? two there's two the main agenda is that we were gonna talk about Zack snyder's justice league because basically we all watched it and we were talking about it on like our group message and then we just decided to do a podcast about it yeah because <laughs> it's an interesting thing but I've also come up with a game that I want to play as well. So, Ooh, okay. so I think we're going to play the game first, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. one thing that the pandemic has has increased is is people is celebrities using Cameo. Do you know the website Cameo? Where I, I don't you, know the website Cameo. So, like, you you can pay a celebrity to just record a message for you. So, all right. Um, yeah, so you could get people like a, a celebrity to record to someone a birthday message or a Merry Christmas or like congratulations on your new job message. And because of like the pandemic, there's been lots like lots of celebrities have gone onto this. And I've got a selection of celebrities, and I want to play uh, um, higher or lower. What's it called? Um, win, lose, or draw. Press. Win, lose, or no, draw. No, that, win, lose, or draw I... is the drawing one. The price is right. Price is right. Is it price yeah. is right? No. Yeah, you've got to guess. Well, yeah, so you've got to guess if it's higher or lower. So, the first I'm going to get you to guess, I've got just there's no real order of these on my phone. So, the first one I've got is Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. Okay, so what do you reckon his his like whoever gets closest will go will go get to pick first? I reckon. So, okay, who's your Justin Hawkins from The Darkness? Should we uh. What? How, how are we giving our answers? Are we just shouting out, or do you want us to? Well, Tom, you do give your okay. answer first. I oh, fifty quid, I reckon, for Justin Hawkins. Okay. What's what's this for him to do? Just to do a message? Just to do a you? video, like a sort of a maybe like a five minute message, a happy birthday or whatever. Yeah. Because I sort of suspect Justin Hawkins would just live at your house if you wanted him to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't he? Was somebody, who was telling me that somebody knew somebody who? Did he just turn up at somebody's house for three months? Have I got that confused? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, so, yeah. who was that? It must have been um, James Sarek because yeah. I, rem I remember hearing that story as well. And I don't know who, you know, particularly in the last 12 months, I, don't, I can't think of anyone else that the <laughs> been talking to <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> that uh, Justin Hawkins of the Darkness fan group, aren't you, Tom? I thought you would have heard it on there. Oh, I, I am that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I was at I was at uni in Norwich when when they broke, and of course they were local, so everyone went absolutely yeah, like lower stuff, don't they? Nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah. But anyway, this is an answer to the question, Lee. How much <laughs> do you reckon it is to get Justin Hawkins to give you a little message? 
Um, sixty-five pounds. Oh well, Tom has won that because it's fifty-six pound and twenty-five p. Twenty-five p. How are they set? They just pick their own thing. Well, like no the market I'm assuming them. it's. Like, I'm assuming it's. It's like a sort of a free market. So like. Right. The more people you know, the more people that want your message, the your price goes up. Supply and demand, isn't it? So uh, I wonder okay, what next. you could get him to do for that. <laughs> like, would he just say things, or you, could you get him to perform actions? Or <laughs> do you, can you do you get to write the script? Like, or does he just you know? Well, do I think you sort of. I, I've never done one, but I think it is like you say. Oh, it's like Liam's birthday, and he's a big fan. And uh, I want you to like wish him a happy birthday. And if you say, "Oh, Tom and Rob wish you a happy birthday" or whatever, then they'll probably just like say it. Maybe in a falsetto for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear he's good at that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Next. So you've got to guess if this is going to be higher or lower than Justin Hawkins. Okay. And this is Paul Chuckle from the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> higher. Higher. Higher? Already, I'm going higher. I'm going to go lower. I think lower. Based, based on how I value him as a person. <laughs> so you'd rather like... have Darkness than the Chuckle Brothers? Oh, yeah. no, 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 I'd, rather, rather, have, I'd rather have the Chuckle Brothers, yeah. Oh, he's right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting, yeah. So, Paul Chuckle, to get a message from Paul Chuckle, it's £36.75. Oh, that's actually worth doing. Kind um, of a bargain, isn't it? Yeah, what, yeah. How much did it cost to get him on a podcast? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, yeah. Oh, well, maybe, maybe they'll just do it. Maybe we could get him on the podcast. Let's do it. Let's, do it. let's, uh, let's start a Chuckle Brothers podcast. We'll review every episode of the Chuckle Brothers oh in God. order. Um, have you heard, like, this is probably going to scupper our chances of getting Paul Chuckle on a podcast, but Barry was apparently in it for the love of it and just loved entertaining and was like, just wanted to make kids happy. Paul was just in it for the mums, would just like. Be- <laughs> I remember we were in, were we in Edinburgh when like Barry Chuckle died. I we were, we were, yeah. And yeah, I remember that being like the, the the conversation of that festival of the, the Paul Chuckle like just fucked mums because they cancelled all the shows for a day, didn't they? Out of a mark, as a mark of respect. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say that just as I was drinking my tea top. <laughs> they put the um. They put the uh, flag at the castle at half mast, oh, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it fell down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the slide was someone's trousers got caught, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, and then, uh, and then Barry tripped, and his trousers just flew off, went through the window. You know. <laughs> I'd like to point out that I have a lot of affection for the Chuckle Brothers. This is all done out of love. I do. I yeah. used to love them when I was a kid. I especially love him when he's fucking the mums. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next. Next, we've got Ewan McIntosh, aka Big Keith from The Office. Wow, okay. Higher or lower than comedy legend Paul Chuckle? Oh, he was quite low, wasn't he, Paul Chuckle? So, um, do you want to go first this time, Tom? I think I I would suspect lower, even lower than Paul Chuckle. I think I reckon it's like fifteen quid, something like that. I think you're probably right, but I'll I'll go higher to be to try and reap the points. Liam's Liam scored his first point. Wow. Four five pounds for you in Macintosh, aka Big Key from the Office. Mm. Forty five right. quid. That doesn't seem like a sensible economy to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
right, yeah, you've got to look at the, the value for value for money here. Mm. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty good value. I mean, yeah, there's they get, get they do get into very in the very expensive realm later on. I've noticed. So okay, okay. After Big Keith, we have Sylvester McCoy, oh, the okay. Doctor. There's going to be a lot of people who want that, isn't there? Yeah, and we'll yeah. pay more, um, so he's going to be higher, surely. Yeah, um, I, I would. I yeah, there's no. I'd way rather have Paul Chuckle personally, but um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, you're both right. Obviously higher, but to get the point, how much? How much do you reckon Sylvester McCoy is? Two hundred and fifty-five pounds. Oh, okay. And sixteen pence. <laughs> I was going to go. I reckon about. Somewhere in the region of about 90 quid. I reckon about 95 quid for Sylvester McCoy. All right, well, Tom's bagged the point again. It's 75 pounds for Sylvester oh. McCoy. I've overvalued McCoy yet again. <laughs> <laughs> That's still quite a lot of money for like it a is little... 75 quid. Yeah. But I think if you, if you ever played the Doctor in Doctor Who, then like, there's good ways to be There's a 70 pound baseline, you know, you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, you know, I think that's generally how they judge people's career choices in acting in around the 1990s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you were after money and power, you would go for Doctor Who, whereas if you just wanted the mums, you'd be set for the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I reckon Sylvester McCoy had his share, fair share of mums, I reckon. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. I bet all right. they all did, didn't they? Anyway. Mums love a scarf, don't they? So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, talking for something for the mums, we've got... Uh, Duncan James, or I think he's Duncan from Blue, right? I think he's the guy from Blue. Probably. So higher or lower than Sylvester McCoy at £75? Lower. Yeah, I think it's got to be lower. Okay. Duncan James, £37.50p. Quite a lot lower. Yeah. Proportionally lower, I would say. Understandably, you know? Yeah. Okay. This is a good one. Higher or lower than Anthony? No, not Anthony Costa. Here's the one I skipped. James Duncan James. <laughs> you knew all the blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I bet that. I bet they've got their own WhatsApp chat, and there's a big row about how much they cost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would actually be good. I wish I'd thought of to look who was the like what the economy of blue. Anthony Costa's thirty quid, so he's cheaper by yeah. uh, seven pound fifty. Was Anthony Duncan. Costa in blue as well? Was he? I, I think, think so. Yeah. Who's was, Anthony Costa? I think Anthony Costa was in Blue. He was in some sort of 90s pop group. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, talking of music legends, next up, if we need to know if they're more expensive than uh, Duncan James, is Right Said Fred. <laughs> and in brackets, it has I'm Too Sexy, in case you didn't know. <laughs> but you get, both, you get both of them. I think so. There's a picture of the two of them, and it says musicians. Right, said Fred, as they're right up. Do they do they live together, or are they going to have to record it separately and like edit it together? I'm assuming they don't live Wait, together. Well, why not? They might live together. Yeah. What was well, the... they're too sexy for uh, <laughs> New York and Japan? They <laughs> 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 can't go too far where they live. What do you reckon, Liam? Um, I mean, higher, much higher. I'm gonna go lower just to, just to try and steal oh. the point. Well, Liam, um, Liam's got a point. I've sort of lost track of the points. But no, <laughs> no, no, no. Is it's for right? Says Fred. It's fifty two, fifty pounds and twenty five pence for the two of them. 
For the two of them. So that means, I guess, that's just oh, yeah, like per, 25 pounds. Per friend, it's not that much, is it? Yeah, um, it's 25 friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, it's starting to sound a little bit demeaning now because surely yeah. there's some sort of like commission. So they can't be getting more than 20 quid each out of that. That's, yeah. Is that worth it? Mind you, it doesn't. It's not going to take him very long, is it? It's going to yeah, take. Yeah, what's it? Oh, yeah, happy birthday. That's uh, true. That's true. I, I, so I sign up on it. So see, imagine if I'll like, so set my prices two quid. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> but I think what you should do, your tagline should be, "I will say anything." <laughs> two quid. <laughs> right, talking of saying anything, we've got. Mr. Motivator. <laughs> How much do you reckon Mr. Motivator is? And he is a, on his little tagline, he's a wellness guru. <laughs> How much for wellness guru, Mr. Motivator? Less, yeah, is my view. Less. Yeah. less than, right said Fred? Yeah. Yeah. He is two pounds more. Fifty-two pounds and fifty p. I think you're gonna say he was two pounds then. After like <laughs> <laughs> two pounds, like same price as Mr. Motivator. <laughs> All right, next is someone. That's quite a lot. Should, it is quite a lot, isn't it? Fifty pounds. So yeah. next is someone that should be like, well, this shouldn't exist. It's Katie Hopkins. Oh. <laughs> so with be... Katie Hopkins, higher or lower than Mr. Oh, Motivator? Now, Do you just play her in in, a, in bags of ketamine. <laughs> yeah. what the, sort of me- the sort of person you're getting to like do a message for from Katie Hopkins <laughs> I mean like I wonder what she would say because I would quite happily pay for that <laughs> get her to say like hi I'm Katie Hopkins a cunt <laughs> well I'm guessing she would I, I, think given I imagine the they can veto would- what they do Given the value she would place on herself, I think she's going to be higher than Mr. Bowman. Yeah, I mean, presumably they set their own prices, so she's going to be ridiculously high, isn't she? A grand. £37.50p. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah. so, <laughs> That's quite pleasing. Yeah. Low that it's come to that, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, could, what couldn't you buy with that? She couldn't even go and buy, like, two brand new Blu-rays after doing that. <laughs> She'd have to make a decision about what was in the charts that week. <laughs> She'd have to send one back. Mm. <laughs> okay. After Venomous Cretin, Katie Ooh. Hopkins, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. What was Katie Hopkins again? 37 quid? 37.50. £37.50p. Hmm. No one seems to have gone lower than that yet. So unless this is like bargain basement, I'm going to say higher. Yeah, I'm going to go lower just to be different, but I do think it's probably higher. Lawrence Laurel and Bowen is £60. Wow. What? That's almost as expensive as who was the 75 quid one again? Best um, best best I can't. I, I can't. I don't know. They must set themselves. I mean, obviously, they do set them themselves, but that says a lot about Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Next, after like National Treasure, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, we have International Treasure, the real Santa Claus, UK. UK Santa Claus. <laughs> I didn't realise that they had it was regional. 
But like, um, yeah, these, these he's like just, he's like a regional I manager. I've for... just gone on to British because I thought it would be funnier. Um, but you can, like, you know, this is the real Santa Claus UK, the real Santa Claus. Five pounds. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be cheap, I think. Cheaper, cheap. It's, it is cheaper than what do you reckon? Five pounds. What's your guess? I mean, eighteen pounds then. Yeah, I would have said somewhere in the region of like twenty, twenty-five quid. Forty-five pounds and eighteen p. Oh, that's, oh, that's unacceptable. It's out of season as well. Surely that price goes up. Around. <laughs> it's, a, it's a birthday message from Father Christmas. <laughs> oh my God, that's what I want for my next birthday. It's Father Christmas. Well, I reckon we can. I reckon between you and me and you, Liam, we can get forty-five quid together. Yeah. I mean, but also that's just that's just a guy who's calling himself Father Christmas, isn't it? Um, I could do that. It's the real. It says the real Santa Claus. You can. <laughs> okay. Another national treasure, Miriam Margulies. How much is it to get a, a uh, message from Miriam Margulies? I assume she's just phoning up random people anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's I, managing that just follows around all day and just. She's just riding a bike down the street shouting through letterboxes, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) 50 quid, I think. I think she'll be decent. I think she'll be decent numbers. Definitely more than the real Santa Claus UK. Miriam Margulies, a message from Miriam Margulies is £127.50. Wow. Wow. That's the the highest one so far, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. But that you can get Sylvester awesome. McCoy and Half of the Darkness for that. <laughs> <laughs> Basil Brush. How much for Basil Brush? It's going to be less than Margulies, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, Basil Brush is a weird one because is Basil Brush still on TV? Oh, because they're still alive. <laughs> they catch him yet. Um, <laughs> He's kind of, I think he gets away from the hunts because he's sort of got the look of a posh, <laughs> posh guy, isn't he? Like he can, he can jump on the back of a horse and just blend in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basil Brush may be the only fox that would take part in a fox hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. He's a, he's allowed. He's the one creature that is allowed to go fox hunting. I mean, that it's would like have like been so boring. Allowed to kill other humans. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, like how we're allowed to hunt you. I hunted you, Rob. <laughs> Delicious bit of rob steak for dinner. Oh, yum yum! You would not want to eat that. So, so salty. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> obviously lower, lower than Miriam Margulies. Uh, Seventy-two pounds and seventy-five p. It's almost Sylvester McCoy money. That. That's probably the same as like the voice actor would make doing an episode, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and his, his, so they've all got a little like write up. So, um, Miriam Margulies, it says actress, um, Basil Brush, it says British icon. Okay, what was Basil Brush? Like, <clears throat> I never really was it, was it was like it was like a segment on like a children's TV thing, was it? it yeah, he, like he would show jokes, he'd interview people, and say boom boom and stuff. Yeah. He was a bit before our time, wasn't he? But he has yeah, come back right. now, I think. He come back several times, I think. I think he had yeah. a bit of a resurgence when we were young, and then you know, peaks it's and like troughs. Never really and at the moment, he is £72.75 on Cameo. That is his star rating. David Seaman, MBE. Oh, 
Goalkeeper, goalkeeper legend. A hundred quid. Okay. I think I'm going to go lower. I think lower than Basil Brush. Jesus, he is a hundred and forty-nine pound and twenty-five p. Wow. Okay. Just to get some semen in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's cheap for that. I'm so sorry. Okay, so I've gone, I went on to, you could filter them on the website as well to like highest and lowest. And like lowest, there was just shitloads of people I've never heard of, like YouTubers and stuff. Until I got to one that I I did recognize. And then highest, Um, there was a couple of people, but they weren't very funny. So I, I went to the one that was <laughs> not funny, just in fact, like the queen, was it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say the highest, the, the best highest one I found was John Cleese. Oh, how much do you reckon for John Cleese? You know it's higher than all the others because it's the highest, but how much do you reckon for John Cleese? Five hundred and fifty pounds. I'm going to say three hundred and twenty-five. <sighs> Tom's pretty close. Am I? Um, three hundred and thirty-seven pound fifty. Oh. Oh. That's still too much money for like a little message, though, isn't it? Yeah, from John yeah. Cleese as well. Not even like you know, if it was like one of the good pythons. <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> John Cleese is amazing. He's just a bit not funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He should have left it. He should have left it. You know, if he died when Graham Chapman died, if they'd gone out together, <laughs> I'd have had a lot more respect for him. But. <laughs> No, that's cruel. And plus, we wouldn't have got 40 towers then either. That's true, yeah. Okay, and then the lowest I found was... And this, I think, is actually actually might have been the lowest on here. And I'm sure there was others on here, but... Is Diana Vickers from The X Factor. Little Diana Vickers, is what Cheryl Cole used to say. I don't know if I know who that is. I just saved it because it was really depressing when it came up. Seven pounds. You Google Diana Vickers. She was sort of like a, a, a singer. Oh, yeah, I know her. <clears throat> I recognise her. Well, how much do you reckon for a video message from Diana Vickers? £22. I'm going to say seven quid. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, it's free. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad now. Yeah. What the... F- that is just weird. <clears throat> that reminds me a bit of a bit of stand up from um oh I kind of I've completely escaped his name. The guy that did our first hyperbowl. He was really good and then he just disappeared. He used to have the bit about getting a vasectomy and saying like he'd rather it be free than pay like oh, fifty well. quid for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his pointless. I'm sorry I even mentioned I that. <laughs> I can't remember the name either. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna click on the, the and see what you can get for, for free from Diana Vickers. So we just order one. Yeah, just order one and just say can you just let us know you're all right, please. <laughs> oh mate, Ice T's just popped up as a suggested one. Ooh. It's three hundred and thirty seven pound and fifty P. Wow. Wow. Well that was a great little game. <laughs> well, there we go. That yeah, was, uh, that was a good game. Yeah. What a wonderful insight into the, the world of celebrity cameos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want someone, I think, one day should try and like make a film entirely composed of well, messages like that. There is a film, it's similar concept. It's, oh, what is it called? For some reason, oh, hang on. I'm thinking Fatal Frames, but it's probably wrong. 
Is that the one? Because I know there was one that was, in, was shot all on CCTV and then like they got it through the freedom of information stuff. Like they just would act stuff out in front of CCTV cameras. <laughs> if, if, if you're like caught on any camera, you can like legally request to have. I mean, that's genius. Yeah, um, so they did that and then edited it. Into a I mean, it would cost you more in letter writing and waiting than it would to buy a camera. <laughs> you do it better on, on an i on an iPhone one, couldn't you? <laughs> For forty quid. Uh, but it's still, so... the concept is pretty amazing. Final flesh. So he oh, made a film called Final okay. Flesh. Oh no, oh, we've watched that. Yeah, and how he made that was he know those like fetish websites where you can just pay money to get them to make a bespoke porn film. He sent them a, in, like loaded from onto them an individual scene of, of a film he'd written, <coughs> paid for them to do that, and then edited them together. Oh Watch that on Lee Ashcroft's Wrong Film Club. Wrong Film Club. Were yeah. you guys there for that? I can't. I was there. I was there. Yeah. I, was yeah. There. yeah, I think was it. The, he did a double bill with that in the room, didn't he? Yeah. And I think I had yeah. to leave before Final Flesh started, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was worth the wait, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So right. we've all seen it now, right? The, the Jack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I quite enjoyed it. I I, I liked it. I thought it was better than the better than the last one. Definitely, but as as my wife pointed out, that just means it was better than absolute shit. You know. So <laughs> oh, it yeah. I'm not, I, carefully chosen words. I enjoyed it. I, no way. Nowhere yeah. in that sentence was the word good. Um, <laughs> No, I'm I'm exactly the same as you, and I, I keep thinking I'm going to have to rewatch it because I can't trust my own opinion. There's so many things that I've watched once and thought were amazing, and then got gone back and thought like, what the fuck was I on about? Um, yeah. Batman v Superman is exactly that. I watched it again. Oh, recently. No, I really didn't like that. Um, yeah. I didn't like Man of Steel either. I really didn't like oh, that. I watched it. Man of Steel, dross, absolute dross. Yeah. yeah, but I think that. Justice League is better than it was, isn't it? It's like, it's sort of... <laughs> I think it's taken it to, like, adequate now. It's fine. It's enjoyable, <laughs> yeah. you know? There were good, there were like, good bits. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. Bits. But, like, making a film, like, a four-hour-long epic film and it being adequate, like, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not on, is it? That's, that's unfair. <laughs> so, some, some people will love it, though, won't they? Yeah, some people, people will yeah. really love yeah. it. Um, and, at least now I could be like, okay, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I could see there's, I think in the Snyder Cut, there's more to like about it. You know, it might not be for yeah. me, but at least I wouldn't call someone a fucking idiot if they absolutely loved it. Because I think I would. <laughs> you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I totally get it. Like, I totally get it. But oh, I just, just, yeah. I, I found it immensely boring. Really? Yeah, I, I actually got, I was quite engaged with it. I actually did that thing where I was like looking at the time, thinking like, "Oh no, I've only got an hour left." Do you know what I mean? And yeah, well, I was I, doing the exact opposite. I was looking at the time, saying, "Oh no, I've got no, three and a half hours left." <laughs> I was I was the same as Tom. I was like, "This is you know, it didn't feel like four hours when I watched it. Um, we watched it all in one sitting. You know, I was planning to watch it like a the, the mini series it was going to be released as, but same. I just sat down and watched it all in all in one. It wasn't you know." I mean, it wasn't quick, but it it didn't drag. I don't think, not for me. I, I did. I didn't feel like that. I felt it ticked along quite nicely, and yeah, yeah. Um, my wife fell asleep about halfway through, and that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
should we talk through like so, so do you think there's anything there that it did get better i mean certainly i do i'm assuming liam you do as well rob do you think there's oh, yeah, any- no, yeah it was it was definitely better than the <laughs> like theatrical version of it 100 percent better yeah but like it was a a consistent tone wasn't it um which which helped um you know it it didn't feel like yeah sorry more like a Zack snyder film and you know yeah as you you will if you like if you like (laughs) i think um like it's so it's so weird isn't it because obviously all this stuff about joss whedon's come out in the meantime and like actually looking at the differences between Whedon and Snyder, like some of the things Whedon did with Wonder Woman, you're like, oh my God, do you know what I mean? Like it was so obvious. Like there's that scene in the original where the Flash like jumps out of Speedy Boy and he lands on top of Wonder Woman. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's the one that had to be shot with a body double, didn't it? Because she refused. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot less of like her kind of like just being there to flirt with Batman in the Snyder Cut. Like she still doesn't get much to do, but at least she's not just like, you know, fawning over Batman. That scene with the Flash like landing on top of her and then like the actor that plays Wonder Woman refusing to do it. Surely you would be like, okay, maybe this isn't right. Yeah. Like, I think the amount of times in Joss Whedon's career where he should have thought that and didn't, I well, don't yeah. think that would have <laughs> played <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, so I thought Wonder Woman was better. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I get it, the whole film was better. Like, like you know, the only thing I, I think it missed, but I think all the Zack Snyder films miss, is the superheroes acting like superheroes. So there's that bit in the um, theatrical cut where, like, again, it's not particularly, it's not a good scene, but there's a bit where they're like, Superman goes and saves, like, they go and like save a Russian family or something, and there's a bit where he's like lifting up a house, like a yeah. building. Yeah. Well, that feels Superman-y to me. That feels like you know him saving people. It's obviously shit in that film. It's not well done, but it's at least like got the same like Superman vibe. But yeah, I yeah. get that. I, I <laughs> the whole Russian that family thing was cut out, wasn't it? The whole... Yeah. Oh, like sub story better without it actually mm. i thought it sort of didn't yeah. really make sense um no and it was i felt like put in yeah yeah i felt like that that scene was too it felt like they were trying to make it feel too much like age of ultron with that scene you know because yeah. there was there was quite a, i felt like there was quite common ground between those two yeah. bits but so of all the people that have played Bat- batman which not no of all the versions of Batman, which Batman would win in a fight? <laughs> win in a fight? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, okay. The Batman. Is that I'm, having, talking, I'm talking is about the Bat Batman tournament. Okay. <laughs> I'm oh, talking about the Batman. One. Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's very important that I get this across. It's the Batmans, not the actor that have played the Batmans. Okay. okay. So it's so not the like Batmans Michael themselves. That's it. It's not like Val Kilmer versus Keaton. It's like right. They're different Batmans. And the, the important question I need to ask is, are they going one-to-one in, like, a series of rounds, or is it just a Royal Rumble? They're all just, like, oh, mate. fucking each other up at one, like, big mass battle. How do you... Uh, how, what do you think? I've just been thinking, like, one-on-one, but do you think do you think that makes a difference? I, I think it probably would. I think a mass battle would be more fun, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, a part of me feels like Batman wouldn't turn up to a battle against himself. He'd set a trap. 
So that will there just, will there just be will there just be a load of traps and none of them turn up? Yeah, you know, they, they home alone it basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it would be that, wouldn't it? It'd be Home Alone in a football field. They should remake Home Alone, but with Batman. And it's something. It's like <laughs> Marvin, what's his name, trying to break, break into the Batcave and bite off more than they can chew. <laughs> I'd watch that. Maybe that Robert Patton. Yeah, I would watch that. that. They, 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 they come in through the waterfall at the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to get to your original question, Tom. It's silly. The winning <laughs> version of Home Alone would win in a fight. That's what I was originally asking. Like, oh, I was going okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Um, Which Batman? I've got because I think I know. I think I've got a pretty solid answer. But does this include cartoon Batman, or only at live action Batman? I'm just thinking live action Batman. Win a fight. See, my initial instinct is um, Chris Nolan's one. What's his name? Christian Bale. Yeah. Because that's a bit more gritty, real, real world sort of like Batman, isn't it? Yeah. But it's probably going to be Ben Affleck because he shoots people. So he's probably just going to shoot them. Yeah, he's got yeah. no moral dilemma about killing people. I think that's one of your <laughs> points, isn't it, Tom? Like, he's just like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Exactly. Yeah. All the other Batmen would be like, right, I've laid this trap here and I'm going to go in onto his shoulder trap. And in the meantime, Michael Affleck's just blown them all to pieces. Just the heads. <laughs> yeah. anyway. I think mean, first I, um, I would be Adam West, though, right? Oh, yes. I, uh, I re-watched... Um, Batman Begins the other night and it really really made me laugh that it's such a like character defining moment for Christian Bale's Batman that he refuses to kill the prisoner in the first 20 minutes and then you compare <laughs> that to Batman v Superman and he's just indiscriminately murdering the entire way through the world he stabbed someone in the throat in Batman v Superman he stabbed yeah. someone in the throat yeah, yeah. It's one thing I didn't like about well it's one of the many things I didn't like about the Justice League Snyder Cut or whatever is that there's like swearing there's F-bombs in it Batman says fuck in it twice, I think. He says fuck twice, does he? Yeah. Shit. He tells the Joker to fuck off, doesn't he? I think I mean, he says... Well, well, maybe that's just an outtake of Jared Leto who was telling him to fuck off. <laughs> you yeah, that seems plausible. That is probably like the, the, the most damning evidence against Snyder, isn't it? That he's hired Jared Leto to play the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I found that scene genuinely chilling watching him, but I think that's just because it was Jared Leto, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of acting going on. He turned up like that. It's yeah, like, just what he's like, you know? Yeah. What band was he in? A band called 30 Seconds to Mars, some sort oh. of like emo sort of like, yeah. <sighs> I didn't realise he was in that band. There's that great joke in Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stop. Have you seen that film? Is that I have. Like, I don't remember Sandberg. the joke. Yeah, there's a bit, yeah, it's the Andy Sandberg one where he's going. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it justice now, but they're just, he's talking like he's exposed on stage for, for 15 seconds and he's complaining to his manager and he goes, I, I'm, I was on stage for, exposed for 15 seconds. That's half the way to Mars. And his manager goes, that's the name of a band, not a fact. <laughs> brilliant. That film is, that film is amazing. We should talk about that yeah, film. That film is brilliant. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that scene with um, the Joker in it at the end, I was. Mm. I hated that. I thought it was terrible. Really? It didn't fit the film. Why is this here? Why is this got sort of post-apocalyptic, like, like sort of dream sequency thing, like premonition, I guess. It's so clear that that's where he would have taken it, isn't it? Like, I think all of those because there's a scene like that in Batman v Superman as well, isn't there? 
Um, right. So, and I think he's come out. He's now sort of like spoken about what he would have done with Justice League two and three, um, and that I think that basically he's saying that would have been Justice League two, where so Darkseid comes back, recruits Superman, and like lays waste to America or the Earth or whatever, and then it's about Batman kind of being a Same bit thing. of a bad man. Yeah, but um, do you, have you heard? Oh, the thing happy about, that's not going to happen. Have you heard what he would have done with like Lois Lane? What he what he had planned to do with her? I don't know. Was he going to fire fire out of a cannon? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, was he? <laughs> no, no. But Warner Brothers wouldn't let him do this, right? Warner Brothers said that you can't do that with these characters. But um, he originally, was t- fire at Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop. <laughs> It was just gonna I was Batman fucking Mickey Mouse for like an hour and a half five hour film. But um <laughs> he wanted so in the original in the Justice League that that just got recut, he wanted there to be a plot line where Lois Lane had fallen in love with with Bruce Wayne while Superman was dead. So then Superman comes back and there's a bit of a love triangle there and then like that I think she was gonna get pregnant and then it was gonna be something about Bruce Wayne trying to save her because she can't handle the baby or whatever, and she was going to die that way. And but it's like someone made the point that the game series Injustice did all that already, and like the Injustice games are quite good. Is that a thing? In the... oh god, uh... yeah. The, the plot of well, it's not quite the same. The plot of the Injustice games is that the Joker kills Lois Lane, which turns Superman into like a, a an evil dictator. And oh, right, okay. Justice League have to fight him. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sounds quite complicated, but that would fit, I guess. Yeah. 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 But, the know. thing is, with turning Superman like evil, which, you know, yeah. I like, I like, is it Superman 2 where he has to fight an evil version of himself, or is that Superman 3? That's Superman 3. That's cool. I like that. But like that's done in, like, a silly way. But, like, turning him, like, I think turning him evil, like, in the first Superman, like, Man of Steel or whatever, yeah. he just kills thousands of people. Like, yeah. he kills well, thousands that's of the people. Problem. Yeah. I mean, that was the problem with Batman versus Superman, wasn't it? It was like it wasn't yeah. the Boy Scout versus the do any the gritty get anything to to do it done. It was gritty will do anything to get it done versus gritty will do anything to get yeah. it done. It's, yeah. it's like there's no there's no light and shade, is there? They're no. the same character with different powers. <laughs> exactly. um, <laughs> there's no yeah, there's no balance there. Um, I, ca- I, I kind of feel like Justice League is like you s- the the Batman in Justice League doesn't. Killed, does he? He doesn't. He's killing those like parademon things, but I don't think he actually. Murders I don't think he him. kills any humans. And because I, I think what Snyder had intended is that, like, by the time you get to Justice League, they're the heroes that you recognise with this moral code and things like that. But I oh. think Man of Steel and Batman v Superman is about them getting to that point. But it's like, okay, it, well, that sort of makes sense. It, it does sort of, yeah. but it's like, why do you need to do that? <laughs> like, the thing about Superman is that he's just. He always does the right thing, and he's he's yeah. just like that, you know. It's also terrible. All right, it's a clever gimmick, but it's terrible to watch. It's like Star Trek Discovery. It's like, all right, it's a clever gimmick, but also this is awful. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like yeah. Uh, I, I have to I have to sit through this. Well, I'm not anymore, but you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you don't have to sit through it. Liam. You really <laughs> yeah. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it's like, the conclusion no. I reached pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> That seems to be I, don't like... have, I don't have to be here. I don't have to do any of this. <laughs> How long did it take you to reach that conclusion? I watched the whole of the first series of Star Trek Discovery just because I was excited about it. I was like, well, I, it'll, it'll pick up. It'll pick up. Um, and then there was a, there was a twist that explained why it was so terrible. And then it was 
still terrible, you know? I don't know. It, it was a bad sign when I was watching them go on away missions and hoping that all of the characters died rather than just, you know, <laughs> I was just like, I hope they all die actually this time. Um, and it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not really feeling anything for, for any, of, any of these. Oh, um, I think I only watched about two or three episodes of that. Before, and I'm not a huge Star Trek fan anyway, but I was like, yeah, this is not great. This is not great. The tone was just wrong for me. I mean, you know, this, I've never seen it. talking about Star Trek now, I could talk about it forever, but yeah, it was just, it wasn't. <laughs> There was, they were all like they were all like fighting with each other on a on a spaceship powered by animal cruelty. I mean, how Star Trek is that? <laughs> so how how is it powered by animal cruelty? They catch like a giant, you know those um, tardigrades. Yeah, those they catch one of those and they basically torture it to power the ship, and that's how they travel around. And it's like, yeah, this isn't very. Um... I'm a bit disappointed you said they didn't have like loads of like monkeys or. or... <laughs> Uh, that I would have watched. It's really early Star Trek. It's yeah, like yeah. really just like the first, yeah. Monkey, yeah. First thought being monkeys would have been incredible. Just a load of chimps. <laughs> a load of chimps running the light. <laughs> I'd watch that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. what have you been? Uh, have you been watching Below Decks? Is that what it's called or Lower Decks? The animation. The, yeah. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've watched a few episodes. Though, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it good? I've never seen it. I've, again, it doesn't appeal to me at all. It, but I'm not really yeah. into Star Trek, so it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was set in the Star Trek universe, but it wasn't very Star Trek. It was very modern, modern animated sitcom. E to, to be yeah, honest. That's, yeah, yeah. But it was. Um, it was fun, you know. But I, I watched it a while back when it came out. But yeah, I enjoyed that. It's interesting. It's a weird mm. choice to do with Star Trek. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. really make make much sense that it exists, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Imagine if they did that with Star Wars, how furious people would be. Do you think people would be angry? <laughs> yeah, I think they would, which well, is weird because I think it would match yeah, Star Wars better. Star Wars is for kids, really, isn't it? Well, they they'd had like the droid cartoons in the 80s, didn't yeah, they? Do you remember yeah, those yeah. with like poorly animated C-3PO? I'm hoping and they'll put them on... I know they're putting the um, Ewoks films on <gasps> Disney+. Plus. Caravan I'm of hoping Courage. they'll do the droids cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping they'll put the droids cartoons on there. That'd be fun. Wasn't there an Ewoks cartoon as well? Or yeah, probably. That? No. I think there was, um, yeah. This uh, Marvel's getting something a bit like that, isn't it? Have you seen the... Um, they're doing like a stop-motion animated uh, series with uh, Patton Oswald doing the voice of Modoc. You know, the guy... That's really what yeah, yeah. Um, The what? That looks really cool. The... Maybe I, I'll let you talk about your thing and then I'll talk about this. because Oh, sorry, you. I thought... Yeah. <laughs> No, it's good. You know, Modoc's like the big head in a with tiny little yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah. You know him? yeah, yeah. What was sorry? Then what were you? What were you? Going they're to? they're making uh, an animated Marvel series about you know what if Captain what America if, was yeah, a werewolf yeah. and, or yeah, a zombie yeah, or something? Yeah. And what if? Um, that's what I thought that was what you were talking about. I don't know. It was different. Yeah. Oh no! It's this no, but what if looks incredible as well. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But, yeah. They've got so much coming out. I didn't realise that they've also got like Loki's coming this year, and Ms Marvel is coming this year as well. That's going to be very cool. Mm. Well, I was saying to you guys the other day. I think like having been like reading a lot more comics recently. Like I, I I've got a lot of love for DC. I love Superman, you know, with all my little heart. But the the Marvel comics are better. They're just better. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think it's to do. I don't know because it's like DC was first, wasn't it? Yeah, and I guess maybe like when like Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko were like creating all these characters, 
it was a bit more of like a sort of radical sort of you know it's like the 60s like you know there's interesting stuff going on yeah and the characters are generally more interesting like batman and superman are like when you really strip them down they're just like fairly one-dimensional like obviously they became a lot more interesting as they went on but like yeah all the stuff that like they would like stan lee was doing was like infinitely more interesting really definitely definitely i think um i I read a book a little while ago about like the ongoing rivalry between the two companies and it was just that marvel just started getting young people involved that was pretty much made much much made the difference people who were like going to take it seriously and like write about characters with problems and things like that but like dc were always uh part of a much bigger company and when I, th- I can't remember if they start i don't think warner brothers original warner brothers came in later but then their business model became much more about licensing so dc would make money from selling merchandise and marvel would make money from selling comic books so right. that just kept this thing going where the marvel stories had to be better whereas dc all, all they were really kind of bothered about on a business side was like visibility of the characters so it would sell more t-shirts or whatever right. um but there there have been like instances i've Again, I think I told you guys the other day where like multiple times DC offered Marvel the, the the chance to buy their characters. So Marvel would have owned like Batman and Superman and brought those into their world and wrote those stories. And that that could have resulted in some incredible stuff, I think. Interesting, isn't it? Like a yeah. lot of like there's a lot of like parallels between the characters, though, isn't there? Like you think yeah. like um like Iron Man is kind of Marvel's Batman, isn't it, really? Yeah. And then well you've I, th- I would say Daredevil now. Oh, I guess, yeah. Because, like, Frank Miller, after he did the that run on Daredevil, he then went over to DC and did, like, returns. and Batman Year One and things like that. So it's like mm-hmm. Batman became what he'd done with Daredevil in DC, I think. That's at least my sort of arm. That's true, yeah, yeah. And, in, um, and again, you've got, like, stuff like... There's stuff that are, like, almost exactly the same, like um, the Swamp Thing and Man Thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I think Man Thing came before Swamp Thing and Marvel. I think I'm not sure. Um, Probably. Yeah, because Swamp Thing was uh, Alan Moore, wasn't it? So that would have been around. Well, he didn't create it. So. Oh, he didn't. Uh, no, no, no he didn't right, create yeah. it. Uh, but he, like, you know, made it better. It was. It was originally like just a, a bit in like one of the DC sort of horror comics. I think Swamp Thing. Oh, cool. And they spun it out into like its own thing, and then it became like part of the DC, you know, the superheroes and stuff. <laughs> Have you guys heard of like the um, the amount of nonsense and craziness around the character of Captain Marvel and all the different things that have happened with that? Oh, the Shazam thing, and yes. the name change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little so, bit because there's that that they were both called Captain Marvel, and then eventually Marvel won the rights to that, so DC had to change it to to Shazam. But then what was also happening is while it was still being called Captain Marvel, the comics were being imported to the UK. But then something went wrong with that supply chain and the company importing them just couldn't get hold of those comics anymore. So they were like, fuck it, we'll write them ourselves. So in the UK, this smaller company also started publishing another character called Captain Marvel <laughs> that was completely different. And then eventually they they thought they couldn't do that anymore. So then it became Marvel Man and then it became Miracle Man. And then it was one of the first books that Alan Moore like made his name on was like reinventing this character. So it's yeah, see, I've heard I've heard of Miracle Man. Thing. When you said Miracle Man, I was like, oh okay, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was the genesis of Miracle Man. Yeah, yeah. it's it started off as a, a a blatant ripoff of Captain Marvel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, that's the thing with like DC. I think like 
they seem to be they were the first but they always seem to sort of follow in marvel's wake after marvel sort of started yeah i mean like marvel would do something and then five years later dc would do the same yeah almost you know what i mean i I remember superman films and the batman films were the first generation of them that's true earlier i suppose the superman film was the first proper like superhero movie wasn't it really yeah and the only Superman film I think that's really got it right, other than, oh, what did you think of Superman Returns? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I don't really like that it. The Brandon Routh one. Brandon Routh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I quite liked it, but I don't think it stands alone. I think it's more of a companion piece to the Richard Donner ones, you know? Yeah. Can't really remember it, to be honest. I just remember. Yeah. It's quite forgettable, definitely. Yes. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, not uh, not particularly good. Or, um, but you know, I love the I love Superman one and two. Like I love those films. Superman the Motion Picture and Superman two are amazing. I probably prefer Superman two a little bit, um, because the ending of Superman is fucking dog shit. I hate yes. the ending of Superman. The What's the ending? I can't remember. I haven't seen it for probably twenty years. Thinking about it, it was actually a little bit similar to the ending of Jack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... Oh, there's a multiverse. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of, no, it's a, well, like who? Who? Someone is it? Lois? Does Lois Lane die? Someone dies, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lois yeah. Lane dies, and he's like, "Oh no, fuck this!" <laughs> so he flies out into space, spins around the Earth the opposite way to turn back time, and then saves her. So it works. A cop out. But then <clears throat> the ending of Superman Two has some pretty batshit moments as well. Like, do you <laughs> yeah. remember the fight in the Fortress of Solitude? Where yeah. suddenly he's got all these other powers. Like he pulls the <laughs> he pulls the symbol off his suit and it becomes like a net that he catches one of the bad guys in. And then immediately after that, it's revealed that he's got replication powers. So there's like loads of supermen all around the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you get Superman 2, you get put into the uh, into the Phantom Zone, I'm afraid, Tom. That is fair. I mean it is a great film. It is a great film. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm up to that. I'm re-watching those. I've got Superman 3 left to watch. I'm quite looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. Who plays Zod again? I was getting confused with it's, uh, Terrence, Is it Terrence Stamp? It's Terrence Stamp. Stamp. Terrence Stamp, and there's another actor who I always think really looks like Terrence Stamp, and I can't remember his name. Charles Which Stamp? one's the one from Clockwork Orange? Is that oh, Terrence Stamp Malcolm as well? McDowell, yeah. Malcolm McDowell. I always think they, I find them very hard to they tell apart. Quite similar, right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, to watch Justice League, I signed up to the free trial of Now TV, and Same. so I've just been going through and what can I watch in like a week before I have to pay for it? Yeah. So I'm going to cancel it before I pay, and then but they've got the old Superman movies on there, so I might watch them. Do it. I yeah. watched Airplane again doing that, and it wasn't as good as I, I was quite. I was like, oh no, which, which, I'm sorry, uh, Airplane. You couldn't be more wrong. Airplanes are my. I, I just, I was just like, oh, into the I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not feeling it this time round. I, I always think it's, this is the funniest film. It's one of the funniest films of all time. One of my favourite films. I rewatched it. I was like, "Oh, not sure about that bit." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like some dodge stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, yeah, it has. It's not aged well. I think basketball for me is now <laughs> that's taken the place of uh, airplane. I think that is. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I, I also quite enjoy. That is genuinely the, the worst thing you've ever said, Tom. <laughs> oh, come on, it's not the it worst. Really is, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> have it's you ever seen Top Secret? Ever, it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever sung. 
you know? That's, uh... <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top, top secret. I love that film, yeah. I found a joke in the in the Dark Knight trilogy when I rewatched it. A a wow. There's a joke. There's a joke. There's um, a bit joker. where Alfred's putting. It's in the third one. Alfred's putting um, uh, Anne Hathaway in uh, in like a car. She's like unconscious or something at a party, and she's putting in the back of a car. And he gets caught, and he goes like, a, "Oh, I'm putting somebody back of a car in a dodgy circumstances." That's what Christopher Nolan considers a joke. <laughs> like that was it. It was just a bit like it was a bit like a, a, a you know he pulled a pulled a funny face and a bit of a oh isn't this look doesn't this, this look bad? And that was like the only joke in inverted commas over the three elements. Uh, yeah, I, only, the only attempt. I, I'm up to Batman Begins. I'm up to. I watched The Dark Knight the other day, but in Batman Begins, I'd never really realised that like so in the seven years between Bruce Wayne running away and coming back he left his entire fortune to Alfred. So for seven <laughs> years, Alfred's just been a fucking billionaire living it up in the mansion. And then Bruce oh, Wayne said... that film. Yeah. Well, I just, I just imagined like him answering the phone and going, fucking what? Oh, I've got to get me slags out of the East Wing. Come on, girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Jeremy Irons that plays him in there. Plays Alfred, isn't it? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's all right, but have you ever seen Sean Pertwee? Sean Pertwee's Alfred. Yeah, no, in, uh, but you told me about him in, in Gotham. Who's Sean Pertwee? I've forgotten. Oh, I um, can't what would you know him from? Uh, like he, literally every British film. Yeah, you've seen the Alan Partridge movie, right? Yeah, yeah. No, the 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 cuddle me copper, the uh, that guy. The, the... <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, I'll look him up. I'm sure I can. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, he plays Alfred in Gotham, and it's fucking amazing because it's like a proper Cockney, proper oh, Cockney yeah, Alfred. Yeah, yeah. There's like, what was uh, the line? is there a line that you you told me before that you find hilarious? <laughs> there's there's a there's a couple. There's there's one where like uh, Bruce Wayne is trying to like blow open a hole into the Batcave so he can find like the secrets of the Waynes, and uh, Alfred just storms in and goes, "A bomb in the ass? You having a laugh, bitch?" <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen Gotham. I've, isn't there like an Alfred sort of like spin-off series called like yeah. Pennyworth or something? I've never seen that. I've actually, I've never seen any of the DC TV stuff. I've not seen Arrow or Flash or Supergirl. I watched a or little bit of the Flash one because I quite like Flash as a character, but that wasn't worth watching. I very quickly, very you know, early in it, I realised this isn't you know, Flash is supposed to be moderately funny, and this isn't funny. <laughs> Um, you know, no, I've not really investigated them, but they've been doing like crossover events, haven't they? Like, so once a year, all of the TV shows will cross over in the episodes, and there'll be like a big storyline that connects <laughs> that them all, which is, which is quite cool. I think they should do that with other TV series, they should do that with like all the soaps <laughs> and, and films <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be. That would be quite incredible. And the archers would be like in EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, they'd, yeah, yeah. they'd always be in the next room. Do you know what I mean? They'd just be... <laughs> the new Hellboy film is a crossover with EastEnders, I think. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, have you seen that? That, 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 I have, that, is, that is a mess. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. There's a line in that that I just think is unforgivable. Like, you know, at the end when he decapitates Mila Jojovic and he says, yeah. lady, oh, you yeah. should have quit while you're ahead. Ah, <laughs> uh, awful, awful. I don't just—I didn't really understand why, why that one existed. Really, 
Um, no, I, didn't. I sort of get they wanted to make a more gritty, like you know, like more adult version of Hellboy, like more like the comics sort of thing. Right. It's just hot though, isn't it? It's just hot. I mean, stop trying to make it so dark. Do you know what I mean? Just like the, well, the Hellboy one, it makes sense. Yeah, Hellboy makes <laughs> you know, sense, yeah. but not like not like they did it in that film. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be this kind of like. But the the one thing about the Justice League is that. Superman and the Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. He never looks like Superman. You know, no. I expect that since he needs the red pants, mate. Exactly, he does. He does need the red pants. Also, I don't. I've just. I've just thought of this just now. Is there any scenes in the Justice League where he's Clark Kent? No, I think so. so there's a bit at the end when he's moving back into the house and stuff. Yeah. Did I make that up, or was that in the the, the theatrical cut where he opens his shirt and he? Oh, I don't. No, that's the end of that's at the end of this. There's a bit where he does. I think one of the closing sequences, if I remember, I'm not misremembering, but oh, I've got it's just like, him walking yeah. about, and then he's like, he gets the corner because he opens it up, and it's the black, yeah, uh, Superman costume, isn't it? Which would only be this one. Thinking about it, yeah. mm. I think but, he might be Clark Kent when he's moving back into the family home. With yeah, yeah but also, if wasn't surely if Clark Kent was like dead, yeah, at the same time. How do they explain him coming back? Well, they do that in the comics quite a lot, don't they? I can't, I can't remember how they explained it away, but the, the, the. Have you ever read the comic book like the Death of Superman? No, the, I remember it being like a massive thing. Though. Yeah, like Batman v Superman. A lot of that is based on that comic book. That's where like Doomsday comes from and things like that. But it's utter fucking shit. It's total cock. <laughs> it's just there's no plot. You don't. It's, who Doomsday is isn't even explained in the comics books. It's like. Uh, there's this big bloke. Oh no, he's killed Superman, and that's it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a bit like the original cut of um, the bad guy in in this, whatever his name was. Oh, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah. In, the, in, the, in the theatrical cut, this Steppenwolf is just oh, there's a bad guy, and that's it. Yeah. There's no, yeah. there's nothing to it more than that. At least, at least the new one had some. Yeah, you know, yeah, like had a proper bad guy and yeah. had some character for step, character development for Steppenwolf. Yeah, there was like I said, it was definitely a lot better. But I think there's what it felt like to me the Snyder cut of Justice League was just like the original assembly edit of a film before they've edited it down properly. Maybe. Like, there's no reason that film had to be four hours. They could have even made that. I think they probably got a, like a three hour film, you know, like that's the sort of length as the big Marvel sort of Avengers type yeah. films. Again, too long. A film should be an hour and a half anymore in the bin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 25, 25 minutes later. It's the dude, where's my car rule. No film should be longer than dude, where's my car. Um. I, I think that that version, the Snyder version, I think is the best version you're going to get out of that. Because I think the story's got so much going on that I don't think you could actually cut it down any more than it is. No, I think, I think they could have cut some scenes of, I don't know, Jason Momoa with his shirt off while like there's some fucking maudlin... Oh, music playing. Oh, fuck. Like that. I've got a problem with his, like, right, so he takes his shirt off every time he goes yep. into the water. When he comes back, where's he get his new shirt from? Yep, yep, yep. And he doesn't uh, he, take so, his boots he, off, but they disappear he, in the water. But yeah, where's he get them? Yeah, that's a good point as well. But, like, so he saves that guy at sea and he's not got a shirt on. He drops him off in the pub. He's got a shirt on. Where's he got the shirt from? Does he have shirt boxes that he keeps by the side Slitting of the around, coast? Like, yeah. like in, maybe in a, in a, in a boy you know like a shirt <laughs> yeah yeah and but i think i think the answer there is just so they can get as many shots of jason momoa <laughs> taking his top off yeah, as yeah, possible that's fair enough, yeah. that's fair enough. <laughs> he's a handsome lad isn't he? 
He's a big, big boy. He's a big boy. Big, big, uh, big strong uh, boy. <laughs> but there was, I think there was two scenes where, like, it was just like slow motion shit with like weird sort of like you said there was like Nick a Nick Cave song in there. Yeah. Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Like this doesn't need to be in it. This does just doesn't add anything to this film. No, I know. Yeah, I think yeah, if you cut out those slow motion scenes, that's probably about forty five minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of I mean, it was the same with, with Suicide Squad, which obviously was truly terrible, but like the music, which is there to sort of prop something up. It felt like, like, like God of the Galaxy, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but but without a reason for it, um, yeah. or any sort of coherence um to it. So with this it felt a little bit like oh if I play a a, a bit of well known deep music, people will know that this is a deep scene and that I, Zach Schneider, am a very deep man. Um, didn't it? Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just not. I, I, as much as I enjoyed that cut of the Justice League, I'm never going to fall in love with a Zack Snyder film because it's it's. What else? What else has he made? Okay, well, so let's see if I can I see if I can remember without IMDb. So, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Weirdly, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, it's got the dad from Modern Family in it. Yeah, it has. Cross-off. And there's a bit where he he does naughty things to a lady, isn't there? Yeah, and it's not all like I saw him in Modern Family. The only other thing I'd seen him in was was doing that in in Dawn of the Dead, and I was like, "Oh, good God!" Um, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> what's the so plan? Three hundred, three hundred after that. I think I've seen yeah. three hundred, three hundred. Um, that one about owls. Oh, the, the Guardians of of Gahul or something. I've seen that. Is, is, that, that, really, is that really him? Yeah. Uh, wow. My dad wanted to watch that. My dad insisted on watching that. That loved owls, though, didn't he? Yeah. Cool. He has an affection for any creature that can spin its head all the way around and shit out of his mouth, doesn't he, your dad? <laughs> that's right. That's why, I'm a, that's why I'm a constant disappointment as a son. I can <laughs> do the shitting, but I've never managed the head spin. Yeah. You can do 270, which yeah. is impressive yeah. for a human, but still. Still not enough for him. You can never please him. <laughs> um, he did... So he did that stupid one about owls. Um... <laughs> I was at the cinema with Jack Burley and a uh, friend of the show. I don't think he's been on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, we were at the trailer for that owl film game on and there was just a shot, like a typical Zack Snyder shot of an owl like going through the rain and it was all dramatic and uh, there was like rain bashing off of its face and it was all proper like Zack Snyder. And Burley just said, it's an owl. <laughs> and <then> that's... <laughs> As I summed it up to me. Beautiful. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get a list of his films up, Rob, and see if you can get them all. You've missed uh, one between 300 oh, and Sucker Punch. Legend. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch came after Owls. Oh, what have I missed? I haven't Come watched on, I trailer for that and thought it was unacceptable. Um, <laughs> but is, is, it, is it what it looks like? Because it looks creepy. It. I've never seen it. Um, yeah. No. There's a big one, Rob. The, uh, big, big one. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, three hundred, and then his third film, big one, Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, oh was that... god, that was. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was later. I thought that was after. Something no, I, I thought it was later as well, but yeah. Yeah, Watchmen. it's not. It's not good, is it? That's a really. Um... Yeah, that. I mean, that wasn't then, enjoyable. Obviously, Man of Steel. Yeah. Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Justice League. Yeah. Army of the Dead. Yeah. That's it. That's it, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, the Watchmen film he made, I think, is, like, so 
telling of what he's done with DC because the Watchmen film is fucking weird. Like you can watch <laughs> that film with the comic book and see he's used that as a storyboard plot, even down to the way that um, Rorschach's epaulet curves is identical to what Dave Gibbons drew in the comic, but he's fucking missed the point entirely of that story. <laughs> imagine, like, I don't know, making a, a film of Watchmen is, like, ridiculous anyway. But then, like, imagine getting, oh, who can we get to direct this? Oh, no, the guy that did 300. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, who who do you think would have been a better choice? Who do you think would have done a good version of, of what, what For Watchmen? Yeah. For some reason, David Fincher jumped to mind, but I don't know why. I could see that. I'm thinking someone like I might have even got his name wrong. Paul Chuckle. It is a Paul. Paul Greengrass. I think he could have. Oh, done. okay. Oh, the Bourne. Yeah, the Bourne guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would it be a lot of action where you can't really make out what's going on? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it would be the exact opposite of of Zack Snyder, where all the action's shot like ridiculously slow motion so yeah yeah we get it yeah we know what's going on so i'd have no idea what's going on because it means <laughs> I, I, I need a little sit down and a, and a glass of water and a, <laughs> a headache <laughs> that sort of uh, yeah it would be interesting yeah 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 i don't know i think it's not really uh it's not really could be can't be made into a film i've never done that tv series of it which yeah, is apparently uh, really good it is very I good I, I i mean i didn't dislike it but i didn't really get into it that much I, i'm not sure if it was you know that that i think like we're talking about this like sometimes if you're not in the right mood for something you can either think it's too good or, yeah. or not good enough. but i remember watching the watchman tv series and thinking i'm not really feeling it with this and i think maybe i'm rock because everybody else said it was really good um i, I, I did really enjoy it but i think like, I, I have watched it twice now i watched it again with soph and it's um i kind of yeah that one i'm quite confident in my own opinion there i'm like yeah i think i did actually enjoy that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it sometime. I don't know. It just seems, I don't know, like, I think making Watchmen anything other than a uh, comic is sort of missing the point of it entirely. Maybe. Well, I think what they've done with the TV series is, is they've avoided that by not making it. It's not It's not a Watchmen adaptation. Do you yeah. Know I mean, it's yeah. like imagining what might have happened yeah, think, that, like 20 yeah. years down the line, you know? Like, And I think that they've managed to do some nice things there in terms of not trying to do exactly what the comic book did, but trying to take the idea of that comic book and apply it to where we are now. You know, I think that's quite cool. But... <coughs> yeah, it makes I've sense. Read the comic, but I imagine that the comic, that the tension that there was in the TV series, I and mean, the TV series was was upsetting and tense, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, the, you know, that vibe is carried through vibe tone. Word, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the best, like like film that has the similar themes to Watchmen that I really like is The Incredibles. Similar themes to Watchmen. It's basically same, the same same, same, same basic theme. premise. It yeah. is I was the about same to say premise. something really horrible then by yeah, like don't. ask yeah I won't <laughs> but like yeah, there are certain things from Watchmen that just just sing so it bad. Tom sing it that's that's safe yeah. for you sing it <laughs> The Incredibles was my favourite superhero movie until um uh, Into the Spider-Verse came out. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, great. I really hope they don't fuck that up with a sequel. You know, yeah, I hope... I'm worried that, it's... Yeah. Yeah, that they all sort of do too much with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, the reason that works yeah. is because it's that, yeah. Because it was just so different and fun and yeah. good, you know? The it's reason it was good that... is because it was good. That's it. That's what I <laughs> to say about that. That is, that is a fact. That is, you can't argue yeah. with that. Stop arguing with that, Liam. 
<laughs> how much of the, how much of this podcast do you reckon we've spent talking about Justice League? Maybe ten to fifteen percent. Yeah. It probably tells you everything. Totally totally how much about. Do we want to talk about cameo? Yeah. Even even the superhero section, we we couldn't stay on topic for Justice League, could we? That probably tells you everything you need to know about how interesting this this film is. I think that's the thing with it is it's like that new version. There's nothing in there that I want to rave about, but there's also nothing in there that I want to completely like tear apart either. Nah, it's there's just quite vain. a lot I could tear apart in it. <laughs> Let's do that bit. That'd be be fun. <laughs> yeah, come on, well... come on. What's what's terrible? shit wasn't it it was shit the more i think the more i've like again after watching it i was a bit like ah, that's all right and then like an hour later i was like nah, that weren't very good and then like today i was talking to my mom i said oh, i watched this like new superhero movie it was four hours long and then like, the more i was thinking about it, i was more like oh no i was actually angry that i sat through four hours of that <laughs> i mean that's a fair point it was t- it was too long but they did put the chapter headings or part. It was like yeah. a mini series. They just played yeah. it all in one. I, I'd expected it to be, I'd expected it to be released episode a week or yeah. something. You know. Um, yeah. But then, but, like again, saying that I watched like I don't know how many episodes of like The Simpsons. Like you know, I could probably watch four hours of The Simpsons easily. This is it, you know. Yeah, I've been like mainlining TV the whole way through lockdown. So I think it's probably yeah. days. Most days I've watched four hours of you know, Parks and Rec or whatever I happen to be watching at that point. Oh, yeah, I've definitely watched, like, more than four hours worth of The Office, like The American Office, in, like, a sitting, easily. (laughs) I watched um, Ted Lasso, which I've I've talked about with you. Oh, I need to watch that. that Yeah, watch that in one sitting. I I mean, I think I've watched that five or six (laughs) times now, embarrassingly. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Like, all just just in one sitting, because it's just just great. Um, Yeah, love that show. If you're going to watch something for, for four or five hours in one go, watch that. It's great. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You have to get Apple. T- There's no other reason to have Apple TV whatsoever. But you get a free trial. Yeah, watch well, maybe it, I'll do that. Four hours, free trial of Apple TV runs out. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I love. I love that show. That show is great. Yeah. What do you think was the what? What was its worst crime? What do you think was it that made you that really kind of made you angry about it? Just the pretentiousness of it, like how pretentious it was. Was very. I mean, that's that's a fair charge. It was incredibly pretentious. Um, but without worst, the uh, worst of all, it's the mix of it being massively pretentious and it being like about Superman and Batman and Aquaman and the Flash. Like, but you can do that. I mean, Christopher Nolan can do it. You, you, yeah, you have to be Christopher Nolan probably to to pull it off. It's the there's to you know sort of stand there with a sincere straight face to do something like that. Yeah. Films have got a lot to answer for. Like they're amazing. Like I think the, particularly that middle one, The Dark Knight, is that's fucking unbelievable. That film. Yeah. But literally after that, they came was so big, it was like they just said we've got to make every superhero like dark and gritty. Yeah. But then I don't even think they're that dark and gritty. I think they're just like in the real world. Yeah, just they're lighting. just yeah. grounded. <laughs> they're grounded. You know, like they, and I think that has been mistaken for like. Oh, let's give Batman a machine gun, you know, and it, it's <laughs> yeah. What what would like you? I don't know if you you were saying you quite enjoy it. What do you reckon? The what was the best thing about Justice League and the worst thing about Justice League? Superman, on on both. Well, so actually, <laughs> one scene, one of the best, the best scene in it for me. Well, the best stuff in it for me was all the cyborg stuff. I thought cyborg was the best character in it, really. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Despite the fact he looks the shittest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Like he just looks like he looks like a nineties cartoon version. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. He looks like uh, like the, the colours and the, the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like the scene when Superman's like back, and then it's got the two sort of cuts of like it's got Kevin Costner's character, his dad, like Clark Kent's dad talking, and then uh, is it Jor-El is uh, is Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah. Crow, um talking. I really like that because that felt Superman-y to me. He was like yeah. you know, and it was pumped up, and then he went up and then he got into the sun to get healed up and then yeah i thought that was cool like that was good that was superman mm. that came three and a half hours into the film <laughs> oh, shit. yeah <laughs> so the high point was three and a half hours <laughs> yeah. yeah i just did a flash until an hour didn't you no i i think uh, there are there are hints of what i want superman to be in those films but overall it's just not there like what i broke my heart because i i feel i might be wrong but i feel like he's in the Snyder Cut, it sort of grades the Kryptonian ship a little bit differently. Like, it seemed a lot more bright and colourful in this version, but maybe I'm just misremembering at that. But there's a bit where, like, Superman's in there to pick up a suit, and they tease this, like, brilliant version of the Superman costume comes out, and it's like, <laughs> it's the proper colours, and it looks good, and he ignores <laughs> that and goes for the, like, emo 30 right. seconds yeah, to Mars yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. What about you, Liam? What was like your favourite bit and your least favourite bit? I don't, do, do you know what's what's quite bad? Is I'm struggling to think of a standout moment that I really enjoyed. I think, go, things, I think of plenty of things that I I you know I I thought oh, I'm not sure about that. The, the the musical cuts were a real problem for me. The slow motion, you know, Nick Cave type bits were were excruciating. Um, I like the Flash generally. I, yeah. I like the actor. I think the the, the actor who plays the Flash, yeah, yeah. His name, but I think he's well cast. Also, and he's really like, like a bit of light in there. He's like you know. Yeah, and he's um, you know, the, the new the scene in the pet shop. I like the scene in the pet shop where oh, he yeah, saves. Yeah. That was um, good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Iris West or whatever her name is. Like I, I thought that bit was Rose good. West. Um, <laughs> Rose West. <laughs> 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 Bring laser down on the patio. You know. Um, <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but you're right. That was that was a very good addition, actually. That that whole yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I was very glad they took out is what? the scene where Aquaman sits on Wonder Woman's lasso because I rewatched that recently and it's fucking right. cringeworthy. It's just like they're all fucking like gurning around him, going. Well, he sits on it because you know, like her lassie makes well, her tell, tell the, the truth. truth. Yeah, yeah, he sits on it and starts talking about how because it's just before they go up to the big battle, and he starts talking about how he's really he's really frightened and that's making him really horny. And then he realizes <laughs> he's sat on the lasso and that's why he's talking like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. Deep down, and he's fright he's frightened and horny, and somehow that ended up in the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Freudian three-hour shot. Um, <laughs> Oh no! I've accidentally spent a whole day shooting a scene that reveals my character. Um, <laughs> Bit of a problem, Joss. This cut—it sort of seems like it was made by a giant pervert. Is that? It's, is that? Uh... I know. It's, have you not seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I love women. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say about Justice League? It was all right. I mean, we've railed on it a bit. It was—it was all right. I quite liked it. Yeah. yeah. It, it was fine i just i'm quite glad that they're already rebooting it though because you've got james gunn's 
Suicide Squad coming up, you've got the Robert Pattinson <laughs> Batman. And yeah. I, so I think we might, I'm hoping we get a better version of this within the next few years. You know, I, I just think Snyder needs to be moved into that executive producer role where he's just getting a payout from it and not involved in the decision making <laughs> and someone else needs to come in and, and take it over we just, just, uh, maybe they should just stop making superhero films for a bit no forget it I mean, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going they're not going anywhere are they uh, just, well they will eventually they the bubble yeah. will burst like it, yeah, yeah. Mm. um do you know who i think did quite a good job justice league superman go on I've forgotten his name. That's that's not good, is it? The guy, <laughs> the, the guy that directed uh, Last Jedi, Brian Johnson. That's it. Yeah, I think he could do quite a good job of it. Or the guy that directed. Uh, what, I'm yeah. sure it'd go down really well with the with the DC yeah, fan base as well. Oh, God. They're, no, they're tolerant than some of the Star Wars fan base are, so it'll be fine. Or potentially Gareth Edwards, the guy that did Rogue One and Monsters and things like that. I think he yeah. could do a good. He could have a good crack at it. There was a really good. Um, I think I mentioned before, I watched the Justice League cartoon that they made years ago as a sort of a sequel to the Batman animated series. And there's an episode of, of that where, um, which I thought, oh, this would make quite a good film, where they think Superman is is dead, but he's just accidentally been shot with a time ray and he's 400,000 years in the future. So um, he's trapped 400,000 years. So everybody thinks he's dead. They have the funeral, it all goes, goes on. And he's trapped in the future. But he's trapped in the future with a bad guy that won... Um, and killed everybody in one, and then it's just left on on the earth on his own for three hundred and fifty thousand years, and he's really bored now. And he's oh, wow. like, I'll, "I'll help you. I'll help you get home then, because I'm just it's really bored." Like, he's done, he's really done like most self help books, self help books and stuff. <laughs> he's like rehabilitated himself because he's abandoned alone on the planet that he's conquered. And I was like, "That's a really good concept. That was a good, good episode, and I kind of make a good make a good film." I think that's part of the problem with Superman is because he's like basically God. The the yeah. loops that people have to jump through to create a threat for him sometimes are a bit, yeah. But um, yeah. that that's a really nice concept. I like that. I read a comic last week where like someone had, in order to kill him, they'd teleported a capsule into his brain with like a crew of mercenaries inside, like miniaturized inside <laughs> like in the space. capsule. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like in a space. But they don't, yeah. Cool. Well, crazy shit in superhero stuff. They should put all that in the films. I think they need to go crazier. Crazier. Yeah, like really um, throw it all out there. I'm I'm up for that, yeah. Particularly now it's, you know, how many origin stories have we seen now? You know, it's the same film, isn't it? Remember when we went to see uh, went to see Batman and Superman, Batman v Superman, uh, Cat, when we were watching it, when it showed the beginning bit, Cat went over to me and went, oh, I'm really happy they're showing Batman's uh, origin story. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I, one of the reasons I really liked Homecoming is like, you don't need to see that again, do you? You can yeah. just drop in like that and it's fine, you know? Everyone knows, like, you don't need to know it, but most people know it, but you don't need to know why Spider-Man is Spider-Man. You don't need no. to know why he is. It's just... Well, you do, but it's it doesn't have to be like you can imply it. You know what I mean? It can yeah. be a throwaway line, can't it? Like it was homecoming, you know. Yeah. Um, well, guys, we're in danger of uh, creating a, a Snyder cut ourselves. I think we've been going for an hour and a half. Should we, uh, <laughs> just do another, just do another two and a half hours, just to round it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, just play a couple of Nick Cave tunes, Tom. <laughs> I'll uh, take my shirt off and just jump into the sink. 
I would. Uh, I'd pay you fifty quid to send me so a video you... message <laughs> doing that. Fifty-one pounds thirty-seven. That's my price, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so you've cast yourself as the um, Aquaman of the uh, this episode. <laughs> I just think we've got similar builds, you know. You're um, very similar. <laughs> similar. <laughs> yeah, similar haircuts, similar builds. Me and, yeah. me and you, Tom. Uh, who's Batman and who's Superman? I think you're Superman and I'm Batman, right? You reckon? Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that, obviously, because that means I'm Superman. So, uh, yeah. You're a bit more wholesome than me, I think. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. A bit more farm-raised, yeah. You're a bit more yeah. street-wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corn-fed. Corn-fed, yeah, that's a better phrase, phrase, isn't it? That's a recognisable saying, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Liam, for joining us on our chat about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of Justice League chat there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as a percentage. I, I think we, we probably reached 20 to 25% in the end. That's good enough. That's, that's, fine. that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. All I've got to do is put just Zack Snyder's Justice League in the metadata of this episode and then uh, that's it. enough people will listen to it. It will trick them. Trick them into listening to it. It doesn't <laughs> just be me and you do a quiz about Cameo. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right, and thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll maybe do another one when another big film comes out. What's coming out next, Tom? What we can talk about? Oh God, I don't know. Nothing really. Nothing. Um, Nothing. Are they still release films. I mean, it's only it's only DC that are releasing films. It feels like at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Just generally, like last film I remember being released was Wonder Woman eighty four. God, you're right on you. It's becoming a bit like the cinema is becoming a bit like restaurants in Demolition Man, where it's just Taco Bell now. <laughs> it's just gonna, be, it's just gonna be DC films now. Oh my now. god, that's a genuine nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to get together and do another one soon. Now, yeah, I think. Right, awesome. right. right, later's. Bye. Bye.